Thanks for joining us. We are excited that the campaign season is almost finished here for the 2018 election. And we just wanted to go over a few more questions and answers that we've gotten on social media over the past few days. We already covered in previous, um, previous videos that you may have already seen the questions that we've gotten on Proposition D and on Amendment 1 on Missouri's ballot. But the other big issue that we've been covering a lot on uh, the, last, the last couple of weeks is the U.S. Senate race. That's really the big headliner this year. So we've gotten a ton of comments yes. on social media. Not all of them nice, um, <laughs> but we've gotten quite a few of question, uh, questions on those as well. I wanted to run through a few of those and try to answer them uh, for you before you go to the polls. So again, I am Eric Boll. I'm the Director of Public Affairs at Missouri Farm Bureau. And this is Spencer Tuma, and she is our Director Hi. of National Legislative Programs. So she handles um, all of our work with the congressional delegation. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask Spencer if she could help go through some of these questions that we've been getting from you. So Spencer, the, the big question, the thing that we've uh -huh. been hearing from everybody is about pre-existing conditions yes. on healthcare. Um, Josh Hawley has uh, said that he supports getting rid of Obamacare, mm -hmm. but keeping a pre-existing condition mm -hmm. mandate in place. But a lot of people have asked, uh, how can you say that he supports coverage for pre-existing conditions when he filed a lawsuit trying to eliminate coverage for pre-existing conditions? That's, so a, what's the answer there? that's a really good question, and it's not an extremely easy answer, but I'll kind of give you the background of the situation. So in 2008, when Senator Claire McCaskill was serving in her first term in the U.S. Senate, Congress did pass the Affordable Care Act, or some know it as Obamacare. Uh, that law uh, changed the way our health care system is set up as a country. So three, some of the couple main components of that law are that it requires insurance companies to cover people who have pre-existing conditions, and it also allows people who are age 26 or under to stay on their parents' insurance until after their 26th birthday. So Josh Hawley um, fundamentally does not support the Affordable Care Act. He thinks that uh, our health care should not be handled by the federal government. He believes people should have the option uh, to make their own health care decisions, not have uh, that decision come out of Washington, D.C. But he did file a lawsuit as attorney general that would claim that the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare is unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. So I'm not an attorney, so I may look to you to kind of help me with some of these legal terms. But basically, when you file a lawsuit as such, the court has a lot of discretion in what they can declare as constitutional and unconstitutional. So it's very possible that the court could rule that the Affordable Care Act is unconstitutional, but keep the part about pre-existing conditions in. Uh, Josh Hawley's argument is that you don't have to have the Affordable Care Act to cover people who have pre-existing conditions. And he has openly supported the idea of covering pre-existing conditions no matter what health care system we do or do not institute here in the United States. His son actually has a pre-existing condition himself, so he's very personally familiar with the circumstances, and it sometimes is a very difficult conversation to have. But Josh Hawley's point is that you don't have to have the Affordable Care Act to cover people with pre-existing conditions. Yeah, yeah. so Obamacare does a lot of things. One mm -hmm. was like a thousand page bill. Yeah. So uh, one of those pages or a couple of those pages was about pre-existing mm -hmm. conditions. He's saying if we got completely rid of Obamacare, he would support immediately passing a new law that yes. would mandate that insurance companies cover pre-existing conditions. Uh, or if his lawsuit were successful, um, and they completely got rid of Obamacare, but that needs to be followed up mm -hmm. immediately by covering people with pre-existing conditions um, and maintaining the 26 and under uh, provisions that yep. you talked about as well. He supports that. Um, 
But a lot of the pushback has been, well, Republicans have had the opportunity to pass mm -hmm. a law like that for several years, and they have not passed one. So yeah. you must be lying if you say that he wants to pass that that law um, because they his um, predecessors in the in the House and Senate mm -hmm. have not been able to do that. So how is he not? How is he? Not being disingenuous by saying that. Oh, absolutely not. Well, each candidate, of course, has a platform that they run on, and protecting people with pre-existing conditions is part of Attorney General Hawley's platform. He wasn't in the U.S. Senate when they voted last year to actually repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. You know, the House of Representatives actually had a bill that protected people with pre-existing conditions, that kept the under-26 mandate in our health care system. It passed the House, and it failed the Senate by one vote. We talk about how important this election is in 2018. Josh Hawley could be the deciding vote in the U.S. Senate, and by having it only fail by one vote last year, you know, I do think there's an opportunity to make reforms to our health care system. Um, and Claire McCaskill, when she had the opportunity to change our health care system the way Missourians want it to be changed, she voted no. So on that bill, the, the lost by one vote, mm -hmm. how did Senator McCaskill? She voted no. Okay. Yep. So that would be one that would turn it. It could have made it from not covering pre-existing conditions to be able, being able to cover it. He could be that absolute difference maker mm -hmm. uh, in the Senate. So I think that it is very disingenuous to say that he filed a lawsuit to try to get rid of pre-existing conditions because that's, that's just not true. That's not what it was about. Yeah, he filed a lawsuit to get rid of Obamacare. Mm -hmm. There's a whole lot of other things. There's, you know, 900 other pages of stuff yeah. in there. Um, that, that's what he was trying to get rid of, and he wanted to keep that part. So I think that's been one of the most disingenuous attacks in this entire campaign. Absolutely, and he's been on record on multiple occasions saying publicly that he supports immediate action being taken to pre protect people with pre-existing conditions. And whether that comes through legislation, which in the U.S. Senate he'd have the opportunity to vote for, or whether that is a regulatory decision, he is on record of supporting that. Absolutely. All right, so moving on to the next uh, big issue. This mm -hmm. has been, become huge news with the, yeah. the whole caravan situation coming uh, up through Mexico over the past couple of weeks. Senator McCaskill has tried to position herself as being a, a strong border hawk and mm -hmm. strong on border security over the past few weeks, past couple of months. And she's even, um, President Trump mentioned this when he came to Columbia a few days ago, that now she's saying that she supports President Trump's actions on uh, securing the border. Mm -hmm. But... Um, a lot of people have said, well, what's the difference between her uh, positions and Mr. Hawley's mm -hmm. positions? Because it sounds like they're both about as strong of border hawks as you could possibly get. Yeah. No, that's a really good question. And I know there's been a lot of ads on both sides of this issue. You've probably heard something on the radio or seen it on TV. I know I certainly have at my home. Um, Senator McCaskill has a record of being for amnesty, and she's been historically pretty weak on immigration issues that the president does support, such as, you know, building the wall. That's, that's kind of something we hear about quite frequently. Um, she's quoted as saying that the wall was silly, that it was, that was never going to happen. Um, you know, that's certainly her position, and a lot of people agree with that or maybe disagree with it, but um, I, I think she has kind of backtracked on her position, and she's actually sponsoring um, what Attorney General Hawley calls the most radical open borders bill in the U.S. Congress. Uh, it's sponsored by Senator Dianne Feinstein of California. Could you tell us a little bit? Yeah. I know you've looked into that some. Yeah, so that's uh, Senate Bill um, S3036, and I just looked it up a little bit ago. It's, uh, it was a co-sponsored, original co-sponsor uh, by Claire McCaskill, and that bill would allow anybody that shows up to the border with um, immigrant children mm -hmm. to uh, be released into the country and, you know, give them 
time to come back for a hearing or something. Mm -hmm. But it, support, it, it would codify that catch and release policy yep. that some people had been favoring. And that's something that the people of Missouri have been pretty loudly against that, that type of a policy. Yeah. And yeah, it is interesting that she was very blatantly belittling mm -hmm. the president's order. Absolutely. Like, oh, that's ridiculous. That's mm -hmm. kind of stuff is silly. Um, said that, yeah, like you say, the wall, well, that's just never going to happen. Right. Well, now all of a sudden we get closer to an election and, oh boy, I'm, you know, I'm totally for it. And, right. Um, it just seems like it's very political. Mm -hmm. uh, but the actual record shows that she does support some uh, some policy positions that certainly Farm Bureau members and I think a lot of Missourians don't really support. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, it's certainly been interesting to hear that rhetoric as we've gotten closer to Election Day. Yeah, well, and so the, the next question we have um, that I think is, uh, has definitely fallen in that same category where there was a position before Election Time and then now there's been a much different mm -hmm. position when Election Time gets closer is that uh, Senator McCaskill is now saying that she is um, against WOTUS, mm -hmm. against the Waters of the United States rule that yep. President Obama tried to propose. Mm -hmm. And now she, um, she she's strongly saying, oh, no, I, I've never been for that. Um, Mr. Hawley disagrees with that characterization. Uh, which yeah. one of those is correct? Absolutely. So um, Senator McCaskill has not always been against the Waters of the United States rule. In fact, a few years ago in 2015, which is really when this whole argument kind of came to a head, that's when the rule was released for comment. Uh, Missouri Farm Bureau uh, put together the Ditch the Rule campaign that was picked up by American Farm Bureau. Um, and this, the WOTUS rule is something we're still fighting today, but um, there were several initiatives moving through Congress that would have just nullified the rule completely um, and taken it off the books. Senator McCaskill actually had the opportunity, and I brought the text with me. Um, in 2015, she voted no on Senate Joint Resolution 22, which was literally a one-sentence bill that would have taken WOTUS completely off the books. And this is what it said. This is all the bill said. Congress disapproves the rule submitted by the Corps of Engineers and the Environmental Protection Agency relating to clean water rule definition of waters of the United States, and such rule shall have no force or effect. Senator McCaskill voted no. That's the entire text of the bill. Yep. So that's the point I wanted to make is that we, this was not something that was tagged on mm -hmm. to something else no. to try to make a political point. And it wasn't a, a, a poison pill amendment right. on some larger bill. This was the whole bill. The whole uh -huh. bill was. That's all it was about. Yeah. Do you support or reject mm -hmm. the WOTUS rule? So it was a straight up or down vote, and she voted that she supports keeping Yes. Yep. So uh, whether or not she's had a change of heart and seeing the light, I can't say. Mm -hmm. But when the rubber meets the road, she had the chance to vote up or down a clean vote, she voted against it. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. And um, the, 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 last, the last question we'll really touch on today mm -hmm. is the kind of a catch-all broader question that a lot of people have been asking about, which is, you know, we talk a lot of, here at Missouri Farm Bureau for obvious reasons about rural Missourians and farmers and, you know, how, how these candidates being our next senator might affect uh, what their daily lives are like. And then we've gotten a lot of questions, though, from people who are not farmers who just say, well, basically, I'm not a farmer, um, so why would I care about this? Why mm -hmm. would Mr. Hawley be the right choice for me? Yeah. So uh, what are some of the reasons that somebody who isn't actually actively engaged in farming might want to consider him? Yeah, so um, there's a couple different points that I think are important to remember as you're going to the polls here um, pretty soon. But the first one is individual rights. And this kind of comes back to health care, but it can be applied to a lot of different things. 
Attorney General Hawley supports an individual's right to choose their own doctor, to choose their health insurance, and to choose their own um, like land use decisions. So property owners can make decisions for their own land without the interference of the federal government. And that's something that I think that his background as a constitutional lawyer is mm -hmm. really helpful with. Yeah. He's passionate about that on a personal level. That's uh, If you don't know his background, he uh, clerked for Chief Justice Roberts at the U.S. Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. So. Having gone to law school myself, I did not qualify <laughs> to uh, work for the Chief Justice of the United States. That's a really impressive credential mm -hmm. showing just what a, a constitutional scholar he really is. And that's something that matters a lot to him is protecting those individual constitutional rights. Yeah, absolutely. And, and kind of going off of that as well, um, Attorney General Hawley is really passionate about religious liberty. And you mentioned his time at the Supreme Court. Not only has he worked in the Supreme Court, but he actually has litigated at the Supreme Court. So he was part of the team um, that was uh, part of the Hobby Lobby case several years ago um, that actually had to do with the Affordable Care Act, of all things, that basically said that if you own a business in the United States of America, that you don't have to check your rights to religious liberty at the door. You own that business, the government does not own your business, and you should be able to make decisions based on your deeply held religious beliefs, if you choose to do so. Yeah, and another one of those that uh, he stands very strongly, and this is mm -hmm. something the candidates don't disagree on, uh, that Mr. Hawley is strongly pro-life and mm -hmm. um, Senator McCaskill is strongly pro-choice. Yep. So uh, wherever you may fall on that issue, that's one that they can't mischaracterize each other's positions too much on. They both right. are very staunchly in their own camp on this. I think the last one I'd want to mention is tax reform. So last year we saw the U.S. Congress pass one of the largest tax cuts in American history, at least recent American history. Uh, the tax code hadn't been reformed in about 30 years, uh, which is longer than I've been alive, for those of you who are listening. So you're, you're very welcome. <laughs> so Senator McCaskill is actually on record on, of opposing that tax reform package when she had the opportunity to lower your taxes. Um, she talks a lot about how she's for the middle class. Uh, unfortunately, when the time came to actually vote on it, she did vote no. She voted against lowering your taxes. Uh, she's on record as supporting increasing your taxes. And Attorney General Hawley, if he's elected to the U.S. Senate, wants to keep those tax cuts in place for the middle class uh, and for working America. You know, we mentioned earlier, and I just can't overstate the importance, this could be the deciding vote in the U.S. Senate, that the majority, whether it goes Democrat or Republican, is going to be very narrowly held, and Missouri is going to make the difference. Um, and Missouri Farm Bureau, you know, our members strongly believe that Josh Hawley is the person for the job. Absolutely, and that also goes for a lot of the nominations that the president mm -hmm. puts through. Um, Senator McCaskill voted against Judge, Justice Gorsuch and Justice Kavanaugh when they were nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court yep. and made some statements like, well, well, I didn't have anything to do with that. Like, well, you had a vote. Yeah, and you, voted, you no. voted no. And that was, if you would have asked Missourians and polled them, they strongly supported overall. Um, both of those justices mm -hmm. being uh, approved. That's so right. th that vote for Missouri's voice does really make a difference in the day-to-day. -day. Um, I think that you covered most of the things that people have been asking questions about. If you do have any more <laughs> questions, feel free to put them in the comments um, or call us at the home office. We'd be happy to try to yeah. talk those through with you. But most importantly, don't forget to get out to the polls and call your friends. Make sure that they all get to the polls as well. And Check out our Facebook page and our website if you have any other questions on any of the ballot initiatives mm -hmm. or the amendments as well. And uh, many of the down ballot races from U.S. Congress through the state Senate, we also have endorsed candidates mm -hmm. after going through a personal vetting process. Exactly. So definitely check that out before you head out to the polls. But thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.